are in Orlando to show support for all residents of the 407 affected by Saturday night's tragedy, the biggest mass shooting in American history. Soul Brother Kevin and Seth are along with me. And this dude, man, it's uh, it's one thing to talk to him on the phone and find out that he's okay and healthy and all that, but it's another thing to see him for the first time in about 15 years. Uh, I saw on Facebook that uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, DJ Caesar, had posted, uh, just to let everybody know, DJ Ray Rivera, also known as DJ Infinite, is safe, and he was spinning last night at Pulse Nightclub. That's when this Facebook uh, feature that they do that allows people to check in in a tragedy and let everybody know that they're safe, that's when really it started to magnify just the impact of what happened on Saturday night. And I found out that my friend Ray Rivera was, was DJing when everything happened. We talked to him on the phone yesterday, and the fine folks here at Cox Media Group Orlando were good enough to send a promo team over to his uh, place because is your car still impounded at the nightclub? Yeah, it's not It's not going to come out anytime soon. Man, because they probably collect evidence and all that stuff. Um, Ray, uh, I know you told us yesterday, but we got a whole new crowd listening today. Um, I'm sure you set up for a Saturday night like it's your normal night at Pulse. You know, you got a, a, a Latin-themed night, so you're going to play some reggaeton, you know, some, uh, some banging club hits. Uh, when was the moment that you realized that this was not your average Saturday night? Right about 2.05. Okay. When 205 came, uh, the whole vibe just changed. Right. It went from 2 o'clock being the mellow point where I start, you know, bringing down the pace where everybody can close out the bar tabs, you know, get your phone numbers, do whatever you're going to do. And at 2.30, right. lights come on, get out. Right. Um, it Right at 205, it went from 0 to 100 in like one second. You heard uh, pop, 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 and uh, you thought they were firecrackers first? Yeah. So and then I lowered lowered my, my volume. Right. And kind of just kept it at a low volume and thought it, maybe it was somebody, you know, playing a joke. Firecrackers. Right. Okay. Then all of a sudden it went off again, and that's when most of the people started running towards the exits. Right. Jumping over the fence, you know, running by me, heading out the door. Um, they literally were jumping the fence, jumping onto a car, and then jumping off. Um, and that's at that point is when I kind of just I closed my laptop down and was kind of like ducking behind the uh, uh, the DJ booth. Right. And people were running, hiding underneath, you know, told the girl, come on, let's go. She ran first. I went behind her. And then he was just letting off rounds like one like every five five rounds, pause for two seconds, three seconds, then keep going, kept going. Could you see him as he was moving throughout the club? No, where 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 I'm located, I can see into the club, but I can't see. It's just a doorway, right? So where I was, it was kind of like standing there, right. looking just through that door. That's all I can see. Jeez! And, and to hear that and know what was happening out there had to be terrifying, man. Once everybody started running, yeah, is when it kind of clicked in as like, oh, this is real. Right. This is not, you know, <sighs> this is not some punks not, with firecrackers. Yeah, because you know, where the fence is, you could easily light it on the other side and throw it over, and sure. oh, ha, ha, you know, right. So at that point, I knew it was not a joke. Was everything kind of moving in slow motion, or was it just so fast that you felt like it wasn't even happening? Did you feel like you you kind of had your wits about you, or was it just so overwhelming? It was overwhelming. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, dude, I was like, um, "This is real." Okay, now I gotta go. Right, gotta, gotta get out of here. You know, yeah, people kept running out of the main room, out of the side, so they were coming from all points. They were going out the other exits, um, and everybody was just trying to get out. We're with Ray Rivera. He was the uh, the DJ at Club Pulse on Saturday night. So, brother Kevin, uh, Ray. So, once you got out of the club, what? Where did you go? Like, what did you do for the next couple? Of, I mean, the well, they had the club surrounded. 
like basically when the when the the backup showed up, mm-hmm. they um once we came once I came out of the gate, the, uh, the one officer was telling everybody go go get you know get as far away as you can. Right. So I went around to where my car was, and I was hiding behind my car at that point because I actually grabbed my laptop and and took it with me. I grabbed went out threw it in the car was hiding behind my car. Backup showed up and they all came guns blazing. Right. Like guns drawn, you know. Pulling up, just and I'm like, okay, you know, it's time to get out of you know right. range of any bullets flying. Wow. So Jeez. we went, we went around the corner. They kept us over there from what two o'clock to about seven. Wow. So we sat there and we just you know waiting for the news. You know the officer, you know OPT was really cool, bringing us waters, you know, Good. keeping us you know because we're just sitting there, we can't go back. So right. Um, then at that point they bring us back over to where a lot of other people were. Right. And then they bring us downtown to the police headquarters some it's a situation that nobody ever wants to find themselves in do you think that there's anything that clubs can do moving forward to kind of uh, enhance security measures uh for for not just for gay nights but for any nights uh when it comes to uh, a situation like this it's it's yeah in a in a way but you're you know i mean it when you go to a when you go to a club, you frequent a club. You know yep. there's a spot you like to go to, whether it be a club, strip club, wherever yep. you like to go. You know, I mean, if you start putting metal detectors in, you know, you're walking through a metal detector and they got the wands. After you walk through the metal detector, then you're walking through a body scanner. You know, I mean, it's you're gonna go. I'm not going out. Right. You know, I mean, I'm 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 just. You don't want to be reminded of the security risks that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go um, out to forget about them. It's unfortunate for one person's you know um, doing. Right. That it just that that's the way this turned out. Yeah. It went, like I said, it went from being a really good night, everybody having a great time, uh, dancing like they always do, to just complete chaos. Yeah, and I did say earlier, and I'll say it again, how tragic it is that Orlando is known so much for an inclusive environment where gay people party with straight people. And there's that you go to a gay club and you see straight DJ, straight people everywhere, yet one hate-filled person comes in and unfortunately puts Orlando in the in the international spotlight by doing something like this allegedly because he had such a hatred uh, for people who love people of the same uh, same gender. You know, me and my wife, we, we don't put a label on anybody. Right. You know, if, if you're a good person, you're a good person, period. I yep. don't care if you're, you know, gay, straight, black, white. Right. I, I, we don't care. Right. You know, for somebody to put a label and, and hate and just come in there and, and kill 50 people, that's BS. It really yeah. is, man. And then, you know, and it was your birthday weekend too, right? Yeah, my birthday started. My birthday started Friday, and went. We were gonna do. Yeah, I had to work Saturday, so there was no plan Saturday. Right. And then Sunday we were gonna do um, uh, another Sunday fun day downtown. But all this happened. Then basically all the clubs like yesterday were closed. Yeah, and plus you were uh, you were in the spot, national spotlight. I saw you on CNN last night. You did Good Morning America this morning. And uh, it, you got to be pretty exhausted about now, uh, dude. I'm tired. Like <laughs> the only reason I'm doing, I'm here now is because right. you. Thanks, man. After this, I'm yeah. done. I'm, my my wife's like, we might have to change your phone number, yeah. or something. Take and a couple I'm of like, days. What are you gonna do for your own mental health, man? Like to mm. to shake the images and the whole experience. I think I need to get a good night's sleep and try to figure that out. <laughs> because right now, go, on a, go on a cruise, man. Right now, it's it's. You know, like I said, I don't. My car is locked in there, so yeah. I don't have a car right now. Right. Um, all my equipment's in there, so like you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of stuck right now until they actually let us get back in there and you know let us take whatever we can out. Sure. Um, once they get all their stuff situated, you know, 
we'll go from there. We've got Ray Rivera in the studio. He was uh, the DJ at Pulse uh, when the shooting happened, and I'm sure it was a relief to your friends and family for them to know right away. Uh, you know, we, we rag on social media all the time because it's such a waste of time and because it really is a way for people to get connected. And in the time of a tragedy like this, for Caesar to go immediately and say, hey, listen, I checked with Ray. He's great. He's fine. We know immediately, whereas before social media, I don't know how anybody would have found you, you know? Yeah, if, if there was no social media, it would have been cell phones. So, yeah. you know, God forbid that I would have been hit and you would have been calling my cell phone. Right. It would have just been ringing until <sighs> the phone died. And so many people in that room uh, laying there. And there was, uh, I guess, a three-hour standoff, they said, between the cop and the uh, and the shooter. Did he herd a bunch of people into the back in the, and, and was holding them in one of the bathrooms, from what I read? I, that I don't know. I don't know if any – they wouldn't give us any details while we were sitting there. Right. So I don't know – exactly what was going on but when the fbi came in when the you know the big dogs were called right. at that point opd didn't really have any you yeah know, they were on true. they were on like secret channels right like i can't hear anything all we heard was shots a big bang and you know trucks driving by man that's always that's all after we got out of the club that's all we saw well again i can't uh i can't emphasize enough how glad i am that you're safe dude and it means a lot to me that you'd uh you'd come down here today and uh you know i certainly don't want to take up too much of your time i know you need some sleep and uh i had a three-hour nap I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh everybody's beating down your door so uh, as far as uh media goes too because uh you know we had uh geraldo this morning uh in this building and then good morning america put you on now and uh man i'm, I'm very sorry that this happened for you but at least there's the a voice and a face behind all of this that shows the human element and what you did to help. And let's touch on this. You saw a couple right in front of you at your DJ booth and you kind of helped them up to, uh, to hide from everything. You know, what's, what's funny about that is basically that was, you know, somebody shooting, we're ducking down. There's a, uh, a break. Let's go. You right. Know? As soon as there was a break, it was like, all right, come on, go, go, go. You go. I'm right behind you. You know, right. I'm, I'm getting out of here as well. I'm not staying. Did you talk to them while you were all waiting with the cops and stuff? Did you reconnect no, with them? People went separate ways, and once people went left or right or right. straight across to where the you know across the street, they were all little groups, and the cops had all the groups just uh, there. Yeah. So when they bring us all, it's like around seven o'clock to um, to a meeting point is when we all got to see people that we you know oh did this person get out? Did this person get out? So there was about I don't know there's three busloads of people they took to the yeah. station. So it was probably about I don't know about 50, 75 of us. Man. So there's people out there who are only alive because you helped them get to a point of safety. There, you know, it, like I said, one person, two people. As you know, I mean, I honestly, it's more. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's right. just get out. Yeah. You know, you go. I'm grabbing my laptop. I'm out. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm glad you did, dude. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you're thinking every moment how much, how mind blowing all of this is. But uh, from this point forward, you got to feel so grateful just to be, uh, be still on this planet, man. You know, and it, I don't know if you saw those pictures that that are popping up all over Twitter and yeah. all over above me and my wife. Yeah. You know that picture? We didn't even see anybody taking that picture. Right. There's two pictures. There's one that one, and then there's another one somewhere, and that she. I was at the police station and I needed a ride home, so she came to pick me up. And as soon as she got there, she came running out of the car to give me a hug. Wow! And as soon as she came, gave me a hug. That picture got snapped. Yeah. And it was like, and then the next thing I know, my son calls me and go or texts my wife and goes, "Hey, you're number one on Twitter right now." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" My wife pulls up and she goes, goes to CNN, goes to Twitter, goes to um, there's like ten websites you actually using that picture right now. Wow. And it's like, okay, well, this is, oh, I don't know how to take this. Right. You know, yeah. our friends, people f that she hasn't heard from, people I haven't heard from in years, 
texting, you know, I've had the same phone number for 15 years. Right. So people that I've known for 15 years are still, te- hey, is this you? I'm like, yeah, it's me. You're good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, everything's, you know, fine. You know, sure. I'm here. And, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of people care about you, man. And uh, and I'm so glad that you're okay. And I'm glad that uh, you were able to provide comfort for people at that time. And watch, seeing that picture of you and your wife, it's like the look on your eyes says it all, man. It's like, what did I just go through? What have we all just seen? What have we all just witnessed? I think when she came and gave me a hug, it was more of, you know, okay, I'm safe. It's a relief. But, you know, what the hell just happened? Yeah. What did I just uh, see and, and go through? Uh, Ray Rivera is in the studio with us. He was the DJ at uh, Pulse on Saturday night uh, in Orlando. Uh, you said yesterday that this will not deter you from continuing to play music for people in a nightclub environment, obviously with a uh, with a mindful eye towards security. But... We have to go on and live our lives, and uh, you know, otherwise uh, we we let the terrorists win. Yeah, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to work tonight. You know, I'm supposed to work Wednesday. It's not going to stop me from doing what I, I love to do. Right. You know, it, it, and if it did, then I'd just kind of be, you know, just working my day job during the day. Uh, how do you feel about uh, people who have given you credit for uh, for saving people's lives by shutting the music down <clears throat> like you did? That wasn't. That was common sense. Right. I wanted to hear what the hell was going on. Right. You know, it's like uh, if I have the music playing and, and and I just bring the volume down, why, why, you know, why not? Right. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a firecracker. Okay. That don't sound like a firecracker. Oh, that's definitely not a fire. Oh, time to go. You know. Have you ever heard an automatic weapon being fired like that before? No. Yeah. I've never heard. I, I, I honestly, like I said, thought it was firecrackers. Yeah. But as he got closer and closer to where I was with a door that you can get out to where I am and when he was shooting... It wasn't like a nine millimeter. You know, nine millimeter is like pop, pop, pop. Right. This was more like a doom, 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 stop. Doom, 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 stop. And that, that's that's when I was like, okay, that's not a nine millimeter or anything. That's a, that's a big gun. You remember what song you were playing at the time? You know, everybody's asked me that question. Right. I, I, all I know is at two o'clock, I always wind up just going into a reggae set. So okay. I was probably playing some, 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 uh, Movado or something, you know, probably right. so special, you know, something. Something kind of mellow to get people. Just, you know, yeah. the dance hall vibe right. yeah. and usually just kind of come down from there. Sure. Usually I wind up closing out with, with uh, Mad Cobra Flex. That's, I yeah. play that song. All right, there's that one. There's the Jeremiah song. Yeah. All right, right, we're out. Let's go. I want to go home and I want to go eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I want to do. So just to try to get everybody, you know, out of there. Usually they close that room first, like the patio will close first. Right. Then the main room. Uh, like five minutes later, and then everybody just kind of you know heads out. Right. You know, one thing I got to say, like I said yesterday, security that at the club did a really good job of getting people out the back doors and away from um, where he was. Right. You know, because there are back doors that they, you could open to get out of employee you know entrances, and they got a bunch of people out of a room into that hallway and out and over the fences and, and wherever they're going to go. Otherwise, this could have been so much worse. Yeah, it could have. And and you know, thank God, you know, unfortunately, you know, it, it what happened is what it, you know what you're seeing the, the, the people but um staff you know i'm glad everybody's safe you know um all the staff the bartenders um the other djs that were there because there were also two other djs um all of us wind up getting out safe yeah you know i'm uh, glad so well i'll we fr- get to go home my friend i'm glad you did get to go home that night and uh i appreciate you coming here man it means a lot to me and uh Glad we got to see each other again, and yeah. uh, we don't we don't need to let it go fifteen years again, man. Yeah, uh, you know, I, 
it was funny because when you were when I, you know I put the post up the one day and I was like, all right, you know, one of these days I'm gonna drive when I'm in Tampa. I was right. like, you know, I'm gonna drive and I was gonna hit you up on Facebook. Yeah. And be like, hey, I'm gonna come stop by the show before I had to yeah. head to the. I club. was like, anytime, dude. And then uh, you know, unfortunately, we had to meet like this, but you know. <laughs> Because um, I think they're actually, I, I want to say I just read something on Facebook that I think um, Southern Nights in, in Tampa is actually doing a vigil. Oh, really? Like, I just saw a post from the from the from one of the one of the managers. So I'm not sure what day that is. It might be tonight. Well, well let me know if you come over, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to work on some stuff and try to try to get over there because it was going to be my last Wednesday. Yeah. You know, <sighs> unfortunately, I commute every Wednesday was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I it know. It was getting to be a little too much, so. <laughs> Kevin like, and I both know that commute oh, all too yeah. well. <laughs> I get there a lot faster now. It's like, oh, I'm here in like 35, 45 minutes. Right. Now it's like, okay, it's just being too much. Yes. Too much wear and tear on the car. Uh, Ray Rivera, he is alive. He was DJing on Saturday night at Club Pulse in Orlando. He is a friend of mine, and I'm glad that he is alive. Uh, much love to you, brother. Thank you for doing this. And, um, man, uh just uh, appreciate every moment with your uh, with your family like you know yeah. you are. I'm not going to take anything for granted now. Absolutely not. What it do, my peeps? Welcome to the Drew Grabo Live Hit and Cut of the Day. Enjoy. This is an unbelievable honor and privilege for me to introduce this young lady sitting immediately to my right. I first spoke with her on the phone when I was a fan of Jim Phillips, who does this time slot in Orlando, I was trying to move from college radio to working in radio. And I was a regular caller to the Phillips file, and I had struck up uh, somewhat of a friendship with Jim's producer, John Alexander. And John would say, you got to get me a demo tape. I'll get it to the right people. And I said, okay, I'll do that. Got John the demo tape. And then John was gone from the show for a little bit, and I heard this uh, this young lady who was on with Jim Phillips, and I would call, and I'd say, where's John? And she'd say, uh, he's taking some time off, and mm. I said, okay. And then one day, I heard Jim not like Jim, and I called, and uh, this young lady, uh, Ms. B., told me that, uh, that John had passed mm. from cancer, and... Yeah. I thought, well, there goes my radio career. I will never, ever break into this stupid industry. Fast forward a couple of years from there, I went to work for first the madman. This is Ed Till. With his crazy ass. With his crazy ass. <laughs> and then found myself sharing studio space on the Phillips file with Ms. B. And then Moira joined the show. And for about a year and a half, we uh, we did afternoons together. And yes. A, it is so nice to see your beautiful face again. Oh, you are so kind and sweet. Checks in the mail, boom. That's A. And uh, B, it gives me an opportunity to apologize for every uh, selfish, self-absorbed, oh. egotistical, short-sighted thing I said or did. Uh, back in the day when I was 26 years old, 27 years old, didn't know Jack, you know what about the world. Now I'm still trying to figure it out, but at least I have a little bit better perspective and, uh, it is an honor to see you again. How kind of you. It is wonderful to see you. What a, Hey, what a great shock for me. Um, 
for you to come into the studio. Right. And like Stevie is waiting for me to go. And I'm like, well. Who um, the hell is this? <laughs> she had no idea who I was. No, you know, because it, things have, it's been 20 years. Tell At us least. how bad Drew was. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, let me tell bad. you how bad he was. <laughs> okay. People want to know. It, they had to turn him around so I could read the back of his um, Orlando Magic shirt, yep. jersey. So and Garabo, well, there's only one. Mm -hmm. There's only one. He was a badass, okay. Ugh. And um, and then he trusted F with me, and I came so close to coming down there. I didn't. I didn't tell you I was gonna stomp a mud hole in your ass yeah. or something like that. Yep. I was gonna tear his ass up. <laughs> yep. I was gonna. I she should have. I was gonna get him good. And you said what about me? You little twerk. Mm. Here I come. But you know. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, but that was then and this is now. Correct. And um, we're happy to be here yep. amongst the living. Absolutely. And doing our thing. I'm glad to see you doing yours. Thank because you. Because this business is really oh, tricky. Tell me about you it. You know, it's really, it's like really tricky. And um, so, hey, congratulations. Thanks for having me. A That's pleasure. That's so nice. And you're... I accept your apology. Thank and, you, and all the other good stuff about you. Thank too. you. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Now you've been Let's on the have radio. A love fest. Let's do it. Thirty <laughs> years now, you've been on the radio well, in Orlando. You know, uh, let me just say that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yes. Uh. Thirty. <laughs> And they said, oh, 30 years. I said, well, you know, actually, it's been more like 40, but I ain't want folks doing no calculations on me. Like, look, don't, you know, don't be counting. And say, well, how, she must be. <laughs> None of your damn business how old I am. Just know that my stuff is still tight and it's still right. There you go. Oh, and out yeah. of sight. Uh, now you are with, uh, with... Tap me on my shoulder. <laughs> oh, damn. I roll over. <laughs> All right. You know that. what I'm saying? You're with uh, Star 94.1. No, 5. Not Star 94.5. You yes. do middays. No. Um, you were do you what are you doing in the studio? They hear it too early. Well, you know, I miss B. I can come in anytime I want to and and, Love it. Um, and then commandeer the studio. No, um, actually, I was filling in for my coworker. I'm on Star. Um, oh, I have a really big position. It's a Saturday afternoon. You go, girl. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> At Saturday, ten to three. Sunday, four to seven. Because they just cannot take mm -hmm. all of who I am Monday through Friday. They can't handle you I in prime time, girl. They're not ready for me. Mm -mm. They're not ready. They are not ready. Nope. So, here, you know, there you go. But I was in for uh, my coworker. Gotcha. How long have you been with Cox uh, ten, here? In ten, ten years. years. Good ten company, years. right? I mean, yeah. I've been with them for five years now, and it seems like a really good company. Very good. Um, I don't know how it is in the building at Tampa, but at, in this building, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of respect. And um, most of the people here are very seasoned. So, um, you know, it, it just makes for a good atmosphere. You don't have to tell people a lot about what to do sure. because we've already done it. Mm -hmm. yep. And and so we just know how to get into action and do it. You said love and respect. Is this radio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Ms. B in the studio with us, and we would be remiss if we did not uh, mention uh, what happened on Saturday night. Where were you when you found out what had happened uh, Saturday night at uh, Pulse Nightclub? Um, I found out probably about 4.30 in the morning I got a text mm. from, and I was home. I had just gotten home. You know, Star 94.5 did their, our big annual block party uh, downtown, a free for, for all of our listeners. It was a wonderful, fabulous success. And I left there, went somewhere else, and you know, shum, shum, shum. And so, you know, once I left there, I went and did something else. And then I had to come into the studio to, um, oh, I hate to say this word. 
Uh, but I, I voice track my show oh. for Sunday because I wanted to sleep in. It mm-hmm. happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it happens every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I was exhausted because sure. I, I had done my big 30th anniversary party in the, in the club that I do every Friday night. So I was I had been up for about 44, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And um, I left this studio. I left this premises at 2.10 Sunday morning. Wow. Completely unaware of what was happening. Like 20 minutes away. 20 minutes away. And you know, in in fact, I think it was it was probably just starting. It was that that process was just beginning to to happen and to unfold, and uh, and to get you know to get home and see that and know what we were going to be facing in the days ahead was just um, unbelievable. Yeah, and you've always been someone who I have admired because of your tolerance and because of the diversity that you preach, and I have uh, adapted that as well. And I think that. It's so important for all of us to realize that we don't have to love everything about other people, but at least respect that there are people who live their life in a way that you might not understand, but they have the right to be happy. And the worst thing you can try to do is uh, use your ideology or the way you were raised or the way you feel about two men kissing each other to try to violently act out on other people. It's um, it's it's a shame, especially when, you know, people, you know, swing, you know, way off to the side when it comes to religion look mm-hmm. you know um uh sin is sin check yourself mm-hmm. you know check yourself and then say something to me no never no don't say don't nothing say to me to you. yeah that's a bad idea <laughs> bad, bad idea bad idea uh you know but we need to love and and respect everyone and stop you know being so much into other people's business that we let it affect our own lives Correct. We have Ms. B in the studio with us. She and I were on the Phillips file together circa 1995-1996 in oh, the uh, heyday of Orlando radio. And you oh had, you'd never met SBK before, I, I no? Can't believe, no, listened to him wow. all the time, and, and, but never, I've never met him. I've always heard of Ms. B, but yeah. I never had that pleasure of meeting her. That is crazy yeah. to me, because both of you play such pivotal roles in my history of real radio when I go back into my mind that it's yeah. so crazy to me that you two, uh, that you two never cross paths. No, and, and, like, and we was like the black representation. Yes, we were. It's only, I don't know why we don't know each other. There's only like two, three of us. Yeah, uh, I can't think of another, really. Uh, <laughs> there was not. No, no. So, you know, I don't know how that happened. I don't brother, either. But, mm-hmm. but and, you know, and at that time, uh, talk radio was real in your face. Are y'all still in your face? Uh, that's funny you say that. <laughs> My show used to be called In Your Face with Drew Garabo until yeah. I, I swear, until, until I got two in people's faces and then they said, could you be a little less in your face? Back and, up from the face. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, so, oh, talk to the hand. Right. Mm-hmm. So, now it's uh, now it's a little toned down, and I'm a little bit more tolerant towards opposing point of views. But I unfortunately learned too much from Ed Till from working from him, and I almost <laughs> kicked his ass too. <laughs> <laughs> And old habits die oh, hard. Man. So, uh, oh man, it's, it's been a work in progress, Miss B. There's and no you know, doubt about Ed, that. Yeah, and, and Ed Till, he was about the size of Prince. I was like, oh, I know I can take you. <laughs> it's going. He was down. a little mini man. Oh, yeah. he yes, was a mini yes. angry man who would stand up to his show like, "This is Ed Till. If you oh, put you your got- child in daycare, you are a failure of a parent." 
Damn, you got him good. I can still see it in my sleep. Oh, yes. The Ed Till biopic. Mm-hmm. You're an it, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can hope to play him. I, in I the, see uh, an major. Academy Award you. in your history, <laughs> in your you life, much. in your future. Uh, as we uh, as we broadcast in Orlando and we kind of take the pulse of people in Orlando, something like this happens and everybody knows someone who is connected with it. We had the DJ uh, in the studio with us earlier today who helped pull some people to safety. Um, moving forward from this, does this affect the way you go out in public? We're we're interacting with the public a lot. You look at oh, what happened man. on Friday night to that beautiful young oh, girl from God. The Voice, and then oh, this that God. happened on Saturday. Do you allow it to affect you, or do you just think, I'm going to keep my wits about me and watch the people around me, but I'm not going to let it influence my I, good I, times? I, I have to keep my wits about me, and I think we all do, because um, not to means they won. Right. Okay. Um, and, 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 and we go and, 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 and you have to keep living. Life, life goes on. You do so with, with a different uh, consciousness, but, but you must go on. And, you know, for me, uh, I'm in the clubs. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing a Friday night thing every Friday night for the last 10 years. And so to have something like of this magnitude happen in a club when I am every day telling people, come be with me in a club. Come on, let's party in the club. Every Friday night, I do my thing every Friday night and other nights as I'm hired to here and there. But definitely every Friday night, I'm concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that there is a tremendous ripple effect that's going to take place. Um, as a result, and uh, and and we're going to be affected for a while. I'm thinking, how is this going to affect security? What kind of security measures are clubs going to start taking now? Are we going to have to do like you do on the cruise ship, where you give them your ID and they run it in a computer and they know everybody who's in the building, right? And they know when you go in and they know when you come out. You know, are you going to have to take off your shoes before you go in the club? Or you know, you're going to be patted down, have a wand? Or our security in the club? Are they now going to be armed? And how? much is that going to cost because whatever it costs is going to be passed on to the consumer which is going to affect me because if people don't feel if they can't afford to pay or they don't want to pay then they won't come and that's going to you know ultimately have an effect on me so don't stop going out on friday nights no go out on friday nights go out on friday (laughs) night make a stand make a stand well miss b it was certainly lovely catching up with you again thank you very much for being here it's so good to see you still thriving and surviving in this business this cool heartless industry that chews people up and spits them out (laughs) yes here we are here here we are still on the damn radio it's unbelievable isn't it yes it is and i'm so happy for you congratulations back at you and uh nice to meet you nice to to meet you miss you know don't let it be the last time i'm about to come out on a friday night yeah where are you on friday nights um downtown at ember 42 oh yeah yeah. All right. West uh, Central Boulevard. Friday yes. nights at Ember. Friday All right. nights at Ember. I'm there at 10 Make o'clock. We get it in R&B, Island, Hip Hop. Hell yeah. And uh, all of that good stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Love you. Love all. you back. Nice <laughs> to see you. Thank you for having me. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.